0: In our last episode, we talked about the planning mindset and really removing those limiting beliefs that we may have about planning that can make it really overwhelming and just hard for us to do. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about the planning process. We're gonna look at some simple strategies to make it really manageable so that you can do this without a lot of stress. So grab your pen, grab your paper, and let's do it. Hey Homeschool Mom, are you feeling a little stressed out? Are you tired? Are you downright exhausted from trying to do all the things? Are you feeling overwhelmed by everything you think you should be doing? Or are you afraid that you're just not doing enough? Well, I want you to know two things. Number one, you are not alone. Trust me, we all have these feelings. And number two, you're in the right place. I'm Inga Masick and this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. Here we'll talk about the fears and the emotions that we usually keep to ourselves. And you're gonna get some practical strategies to reduce your stress and to make your journey a little easier so you can walk in the freedom and the joy of homeschooling. So whether you need a moment to laugh, a moment to cry, a moment to yourself, or something in between, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath. Ready? Set? breathe welcome back to another episode of catch your breath if you are coming back again I want to say thank you so much I am honored that you would come back and listen and that you're getting information from this and if you are brand new here hello I'm so happy that you are here you're in for a treat because we're working through a series on planning and so if you have not already listened to episode six you got to go back and listen to that because we have to make sure that we declutter our mind of any limiting beliefs that we may have about planning before we really can get into the planning and so in this episode, we're really gonna focus on the strategic steps, and I really wanna make them simple and easy. But I want you to always have a strategy in how you're pursuing this. I want you to be intentional about your planning, intentional about your homeschooling, so that w- that's what this episode is going to be all about. But before we dive in, how are you doing? Have you been able to find some time for some self-care? For your spiritual well being, for your mental well being, for your physical well being, for your emotional well being, you are a whole person showing up to teach your child. So we must take care of all parts of our body. And listen, I know how hard it is. So I'm preaching to you like I'm preaching to me. But I know that God wants us to be okay. Because he made us whole beings So we show up holistically And so we take care of ourselves holistically So I want you to know that I am praying for you As you are listening I'm praying that God will use this To to encourage you To inform you And to empower you To be able to do this well And that it will really put that nudge To prioritize your self-care Alright Alright so let's jump in Okay I know from self-care to let's go. (laughs) That's how it is in these parts. So I have to be, I have to be me. All right. So we're going to talk today about seven steps that we can use to ensure that we are planning well. And so this is a process and I would say that it's somewhat linear and that I do encourage you to go in the order that I'm giving it. Just because I feel like if you don't if you kind of move away from that order then you might be missing some pieces and that can help you to be feel overwhelmed or stressed out so try this process try going in this direction first and then some pieces if you feel like you already have it then you don't have to spend as much time but I really want you to focus in on this and the reason why I started out with that piece about it being more linear than it's not, is because this first step is the step that I feel a lot of times we miss. We skip over it and we jump to curriculum and all of these other things. But this first part is to clarify your vision. Clarify your vision. What that means is get really clear about your homeschooling journey. We've talked about this kind of throughout because it's a thread throughout is of understanding why are you doing this and what are you hoping to accomplish? What do you want your children to be able to say at the end of this? What do you want to be able to say at the end of this? And when you do that, then you can then come in and start to look at what you want to achieve. Remember, you start with that clarity, you start with understanding what what you want it to look like and then you can take actions around that. So how do we do this? Well, you want to make sure that you look at your values You want to talk about your goals. You want to think about your desired outcomes. What we just talked about. Your why and your what. And then think about what you want each child to achieve. And not just academically, but overall with your character, all of those different things. And we're going to talk about that a little more. But as you're thinking about what you're going to do, think about the vision of what you want it to look like. And then that's going to guide your approach in how you move forward with that. Number two you wanna do is set specific goals. We're gonna talk a lot more about goals in the next episode. But in this one, I wanted you to be clear that once you have the vision, then you set the goal. And you're gonna break down that vision into specific goals. Think of those goals in terms of the vision is what are those big picture things that we, we need to be able to accomplish in order for this vision to happen and we think about the benchmarks that we are going to be looking at that helps us to know that we've gotten to our vision and so when we think about our overall vision for our homeschool we've got that piece right but we also want to think about our vision for that school year my vision for our school year has changed in some ways so during the pandemic i'm pretty sure a lot of us had a different vision of what our homeschool was even if we had an opportunity right to set that vision but we had to change that and so when I think about that vision we had just moved to Charlotte in the Charlotte area and so my vision was for us to really explore and get to know our place where we were and to use that to drive everything that we did so that meant that my goals for that time and the actions that we took were a little different than maybe some other years when I have a focus on if I don't have a reader all my all my children are reading right now but when I'm trying to cultivate reading my vision for what it's gonna look like is gonna be very different the goals that I'm gonna have are very different so my actions are going to be different so you want to break down the, that vision into some specific goals define get really clear about what you want to accomplish in the different areas of your homeschool and so you're going to define that and that is where the freedom comes in because this gets to be your definition and when we think about that we're thinking about the academic subjects absolutely but also character if character is a huge thing for you or if you feel like it should be because you're seeing some character um, characteristics that you don't like. You can put that as a goal that that's what you're going to focus on. I know for us we've had goals where we're going to focus on consistency of chores, where we're going to focus on excellency of chores, where we're going to talk up, we're going to focus on obedience. We had one year where we worked on work ethic. That was a major goal because I didn't feel like I was. I had seen a really strong work work ethic the last year, and for me, I always like to look back. I always I'm looking at my looking at myself first and reflecting in that reflection again and just thinking about as I was looking at everything I'm like did I really teach that have I actually taken the time to teach work ethic I may have talked about it but talking about something is different than teaching it Mm, try that one on right (laughs) I probably need to do an episode on that but truly talking about something is different than teaching that thing and so we focused on that so you want to look at What do you want to accomplish academically? What do you want to accomplish in character? What do you want to accomplish maybe in extracurricular activities? Are you knowing now that you want to get them in piano lessons or some sort of sports around that? What do you want to accomplish in terms of family values? And then when you do that, create some clear, measurable and aligned goals to the vision. As I said, in the next episode, we're really going to talk about goals so you can get a clear sense of what that might look like. So after you have clarified your vision, then you've set the specific goals. Now you're ready to prioritize those goals. And as you think about them, this once again is your prerogative. Remember, Bobby Brown it's my prerogative. OK, I digress, but <laughs> this is the time where you get to decide how do you want to prioritize those you get to determine what is most important to you and then once you determine what's most important determine what are the most impactful goals that are going to really align with your vision and your values here is the thing when you write down these goals you're continuously looking back to say how do they fit to my vision and if you realize eh, that's not really one that I think fits or that's not one I want to prioritize, you get to choose if you want to keep it on the list and move it down further on the priority level. Or if you want to take it off completely, it gets to be your choice. But you make that decision. And then what's most important as you're thinking about those goals, focus on a few of the goals at a time to make sure that you have clarity to make sure that you're not pre- Uh, spreading yourself too thin and to make sure that you're not overwhelmed so if you have four kids like I do and I've just told you about having some academic goals having your character development goals having your extracurricular activity goals maybe something that that you want having the family goal value goals any of those things if you think about that that may be extremely overwhelming because now you could end up with 30 or 40 or 50 goals I suggest that you don't But what we're gonna do as we prioritize, we're going to declutter, we're gonna streamline. We're not gonna go into the year with 50 goals. That's gonna be extremely overwhelming for anybody. But if we can really look at those goals we've written and say, what are the core goals? What are the key levers? we think about like a lever machine and I'm not saying this properly probably because I'm not a scientist but if you think about that those levers you've got that one lever that turns everything else and there may be several really key levers bigger levels levers that turn other levers the smaller levels levers I can't speak today that's what you want to think about you want to think about what are those key things so here's the thing for me work ethic was a key lever because it meant that it was gonna have a thread and an impact on everything else we did. So I bought curriculum around that and that that curriculum really wasn't curriculum in terms of what we think of curriculum, but curriculum is really just what you're teaching and then what tools you're using to teach it. We brought a, um, what was it, a devotional study and that was a part of what we did. And I think that study was six weeks, that was key to us. And then we did some other things connected to that but that was key and because that was so key I used that as a part of the reading to make sure they were reading that topic that subject and looked at any writing Uh, we did sentences you had to do sentences in that uh, devotion so I could maybe teach some sentences around there but that was my core and I thought that was extremely important because I felt like it was a key lever that was going to affect everything else Another key lever in terms of math for me was really focusing on multiplication. And so that was a key level because I felt I had a lot of my children too, actually, who were really moving into the higher level math. And I knew that multiplication was a key component of that. And they had to really be able to just do that by rote. And then I had a younger child who was starting to move into that the beginning of multiplication and i thought this is a key lever for everybody so we're going to really focus on that so that was a major goal for us and then so i created goals and actions around that so that's what you're looking at is you're determining what are the goals that you can really focus on and get the most bang for your buck okay so then the next one is so after let's review we've clarified our vision That's number one. Number two, we're going to set our specific goals. Number two, we're going to prioritize those goals. And then number three, we're going to create our weekly and our monthly and our yearly plan. Just what we've just been talking about. We're breaking down those goals into our smaller actionable steps. And then we create create our weekly or our monthly plan. So those big goals are really for the school year. And so we're talking about yearly, but also we're also talking we can go even further than that and just go for your homeschool year i like the whole idea of the yearly thing but maybe when we're talking about you know the overall homeschool goal you're talking about their faith in christ and things like that which you can still then break down into the yearly goal so you're looking at that and you're determining now based on that what are the activities the lessons the projects and I'm saying that slow for a reason. <laughs> it's like, why she's talking like that? And then the curriculum, because the curriculum is a tool. So now you start to look at what are the things that I need to cover to work towards my goal? And what are the resources and the materials that I'll need? What's the time requirement? And that's a challenging thing. You know, if you're newer to homeschooling, you to kind of figure out the time. So you're going to play with that for a little bit. But notice that that curriculum piece comes after you set the goals and prioritize the goals. So I already know, I know what you're asking. I know what you're asking. You're asking, so Inga, how would I know what the academic goals of a second grader and a third grader and a fifth grader and all of that should be? You can use the curriculum based on that, but you can also create the goal, the academic goal that says that your child will be able to read at 80% or even you can do fluency, a certain amount of words per minute, at their grade level. Then the tool that you're using for that could be the curriculum that has the fluency. If you have a, a, a goal around phonics, then you can. the goal can be that your child is able to read at a first grade level, or that they're able to recognize the, the phonemes or the graphemes or whatever it is at that grade level, and then you can have curriculum that's going to give you that. So your academic goal can be the grade level, that they're able to work on grade level. You may want to accelerate them and say your goal is that they're working above grade level. And so if they're second grade and you're saying above grade level in language arts, then that can be the goal. And now you're choosing a curriculum that either, first of all, you're diagnosing to see where are they, are they at that level? And then you're looking at the curriculum to figure out how then can I take it and accelerate it. And so as I'm talking about this, um, I'm actually working on something really big right now to support and help you. And so I go into more detail with this because I know that this is kind of like quickly on a podcast, but it is it is truly going to help you if you can kind of follow that step and go through that process before you jump into anything else so you're prioritizing your goals then you create that weekly and monthly plan then the fifth step that you want to do is then establish your routine and that routine that rhythm to your homeschool is how you're going to set up the schedule if you will the schedule that you have doesn't have to be a schedule that has time in terms of we do this at 8 30 we do this at 9 30 we do this at ten thirty. you can do that if you're comfortable but it's really a routine and that's looking at when will i do these lessons when will i do these activities when will i have breaks when will i have when will i have free exploration one of the things i encourage is that you have blocks so this can be my language arts block. And so I'll, I'll do it, definitely do an episode of that. Cause it's one of the things I work with coaching clients is to really look at when you have several children, what can you do with your language arts block? If you have like three or four children, or even two children. So, but that's the time that you're going to use for that. You can do that where you say, I'm going to use blocks per subject, or you can do a block per child. You can do your blocks where you do large group, which is everybody together as a family. You have blocks for small group where you're working with individual children. All of that is how you're going to designate the specific areas, the specific time in your schedule to meet these goals. And remember, as you're doing this routine, it's really just the structure that you're using to help you and your children know what to expect every day. But you don't have to feel that you can are stuck or bound by time like I said it's a lot right Over, it's a high level overview so I know you probably have more questions and I will suggest that you go into the group and if you're not a part of the community go in there and say hey help me out with this let's let's talk about this and then the sixth thing you want to do is then use your planner or your organizer it's almost just like if you've watched any of the uh, organizing shows they say not to go get the baskets and the tools and all those things before you have decluttered and before you determine kind of what you want each thing in the room and the room to act as well it's the same thing here once you've done steps one through five now you're ready to look at a planner or an organizer that is going to fit for you that's that's the tool that's the system that you're going to use and you get to do this once again whatever works for you. So it doesn't have to be a physical planner, you can use a digital calendar, even you can just put it on the calendar. There have been years when I've used that because my schedule has been all over with teaching uh, mental health first aid that I've had to say, Okay, so if I teach this for four hours, this is what I need to put and it was just easier to put it all on my camp calendar. Um, Some people have suggested that homeschooling apps, I'm still looking into that. So once I learn some more about that, I'll let you know. And if you know any of it, please share with me. But this system, this organizer is just really going to be the place where you're going to record and track the plans to help you stay organized and on top of your task and it can honestly be a notebook it doesn't have to be um an intricate plan if that's not your personality if that makes you feel stressed because you see all those pages you see all those blocks and you're like i can't do all that then just skip it all together and then finally you already know what i'm going to say about this last part just now i heard myself and i was like i sound like a canadian <laughs> you already know <laughs> guys it's been a long day apparently all right so then the last one is going you're going to review and adjust that reflection review your plans look at the progress that you're making towards your goals and make any adjustments as needed The reason why, another reason why you've got to keep that vision is because you need to look back at those goals, you need to look back at the progress that you're making towards the goal and say, actually, this is not helping us meet this vision. I don't see this coming together. You should be able, when you have a vision, to have some sort of indication that you're either moving toward the vision or or away from the vision. And that's really going to be focused around your benchmarks. And so you're thinking about what are the things that I am looking at that I can tell that my child is succeeded in the vision. So if you're thinking about the goal you have for multiplication, so we had several little quizzes and tests and activities so I could see when we had our vision for academics and writing, Obviously, I'm going to have them right because I want to see, are they able to do that? If we're doing things with character, I'm paying attention. I'm looking and saying, let me see what my child did when I asked him to do this today. Let me see what they did when they were supposed to finish their work. Did they finish their work two or three days in a row? Or are they having trouble? I'm looking and reflecting on what's working well and what needs improvement. It's important that as we're doing this, we stay Flexible that flexibility is the freedom that we have in homeschooling so stay flexible and then be open to adjust your plans if you need to based on your children's needs based on Something that's happening in your life at the time based on your overall mental wellness or your So for instance for me, I think about my physical wellness and I've had to adjust plans based on that know that you can adjust that and when you do that then it gives you you feel more empowered when you know that you can make the changes that you need to that you can be flexible that you have the freedom to make the changes then you feel empowered to do this well and when you feel empowered you actually do a better job because you'd feel like I have some choice I have some power in making some decisions so those are the seven steps that you want to use in your planning process and as always let's review Clarify your vision. That's number one. Number two, you want to set your specific goals. Number three, you want to prioritize your goals. Number four, you want to create your weekly or your monthly plan based on those goals. Number five, you want to establish your routine, your rhythm, if you will. Number six, then you use a planner or organizer or some way to be able to track that process, to be able to look at the system that you have in place. And then number seven, review, reflect, adjust. As always, you're walking through these steps. And I would love to hear how many of these steps have you done in the past? Which one of these seem more challenging and then as you as you listen to this and as you go and implement it I want to know is it helping you to build that confidence that you can do this that you can do this well remember that planning is a process and you've got a lot of little pieces to it but it can become a habit that you do well if you consistently tweak it if you consistently look at it again figure it out keep on working towards it. Don't give up. This can feel challenging. This can feel like it's really stretching you. But I promise you that you can do this because God has given you everything you need to be able to do it. And so you just got to keep on putting it in practice. Thank you so much for joining me today on Catch Your Breath. I hope that this episode is giving you some practical tips and encouragement to help you to catch your breath and know that you can manage stress. You can have balance in your homeschool journey and you don't have to do this all alone. So, uh, (laughs) well, that's my cue. But if you enjoyed today's episode, would you consider leaving a review and subscribing to the podcast? Your feedback and support really mean the world to me. And if you haven't already, join my free group, Empowered Homeschool Mom, to find out and be able to truly enjoy this homeschool journey. You'll be connecting with other like-minded moms and you get to share your wins and your struggles and receive exclusive content from me. So remember, leave a review, share with someone, and just let me know that this was helpful. Until next time, remember to breathe.